guards and CIA agents. Inexplicably, the deceased contract killers have the DNA of people who are long dead. CIA agent John Clooney devises a dangerous plan to capture a shadow killer alive. Contract a hit on himself. John Wessex, The Shadow Killers, is the second book of the John Clooney thrillers. Get it on Amazon. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube With Mike Spiegelman Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube With Mike Spiegelman Hi, this is Carl. I wrote this song. I I'm Mike's friend. My turn-ons are satin sheets. I love to be outdoors. Follow me on Twitter. Jokes to call. The French duh, not the duh duh. Let's watch a W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hi, Mike. Thank you for having me back. Very happy hey. to see this film. Thank you for watching this film, researching this film, writing the theme song that I just sang. Whose the whole McGillicuddy. Whose head keeps popping in over there? Oh! Proudly resents here in person. Yeah, that's my brother. I, I'm not wearing a mask. I'm being rude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've totally forgot. Anyway, welcome to the show. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T is our acronym. We are streaming right now on mutinyradio.fm as we do every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can make a day of it. You can listen to Luke uh, Sayer with what's really happening at what's noon. That? What is really, really happening? What What is really? You know, what's really happening? That's short for what is really happening. Uh-huh. And that's the show before us, so you can make an afternoon of it. You can listen to our podcast. You notice the acronym we've been spouting as L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That's just search for that in your little podcast doohickey. And you can find us. Also, there's a YouTube channel that uh, Carl... Carl, yeah, thank you for being here. You also curate our uh, YouTube channel where you sync our movies with our podcasts, and you can the subscribe to that. Got, the last one got blocked. So embarrassing. Are you okay? Can we talk about that? Can we take a timeout? Anyway, that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk over a movie. Uh, it's two it is, hours. It's no, thank God this movie is not two hours. <laughs> Carl, what is this Godforsaken movie? Well, uh, God did not forsake... Well, it went straight to... Yeah, yeah, straight to video. So, yeah. It is called... <clears throat> Running Out of Luck, 1985. That's what you put in the YouTube search engine. Running Out of Luck, 1985. The channel we like is Marcelo Bowie. Marcelo Bowie. Now, Ooh. if you're having trouble, do Running Out of Luck, parentheses, rare Mick Jagger film directed by Julian Temple. Close parentheses. Oh, <laughs> Just well, no. type in that, rare. Don't, don't type that. You want to know why? 
Yeah. Because that's all we have about this movie. It's it's a rare movie starring Mick Jagger and it's directed by famed director Julian Temple. And it's perfect rest... for your show. I mean, it's another one about a rock star, you know, and we've yeah. seen this guy in the movies before. Uh, I can't wait to watch this movie. This is what I like. These are the movies I like. Is when someone of another medium says, I'm going to make a movie. So suddenly we have rock stars. And we, let's think over, we have seen Mick Jagger in performance. We know he can act. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah I can. Or, or, yeah, or at least show up on screen and be a, be a presence, you know. Oh, I think you'll right. What other movie? We saw uh, Tougher Than Mother, the Run DMC movie. We've seen oh, uh, the Pet Shop Boys movie that we mentioned before. It can happen here or whatever it's called. Uh, we love them, you know. So Elvis. here, Elvis. Yes, that's right. We saw a good Elvis movie. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot what it's called. There's others. There's others. So here's another one. Today we're going to be watching none other than Mick Jagger in 1985, Five. Running Out of Luck. So go ahead, as Carl said, running out of luck. If you want uh, 1985, you can type in rare Mick Jagger and you can find it. And the, the channel that we are hosting in a movie again is Marcelo Bowie. Marcelo Bowie. Okay, now this is a lot for you to deal with. So we want you to find that link, click it, hit pause, move the timer to zero, zero, zero. And when we say go, hit the play button. Now we're not going to say go. And we're going to actually give you a couple of minutes because I'm really excited. Carl has spoken to a celebrity comedian and picked his, picked his or her, they, their brains and had them afterwards do the countdown. Carl, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Chip Ambrosio. Welcome, Chip. Thank you, Carl. Thank you. Great to be here. Now, Chip, you are a celebrity comedian. This is why you're on the Celebrity Comedian Countdown. Why don't you tell us some of those big acts that you've been working with and writing for? Well, uh, I've written for a lot of... Uh comics over the years some of them you can say some of them you can't say but uh, one of the best experiences has been like writing for the friars club roasts i wrote for the matt lauer roast which after things happened with matt everybody <laughs> apparently was there um <laughs> and uh most of them were but um and i ghost wrote for the jerry lewis roast and the boomer esiason roast which was which was cool it's a great event because uh um you're actually right there with you know people that you saw growing up yeah. Like when you were a kid on TV, some of the older comics. Um, and then you just watch people. And this one's usually not televised. It's um, at the Hilton um, early in the day. And sometimes it gets down and dirty. So it's just a you have to be there event. <laughs> yeah. And you've been writing for that for a long time now, right? We're really going well. Back. I wrote for three of them. Um, you know, uh -huh. I haven't written for one recently. I mean, uh, I think the Friars. Uh, took a little break for a while. I think they're, I think they're back. I don't know, but, um, um, yeah, it was just a, you know, it's like the Friars of showbiz history. So it was nice to be included. Now, other than performing comedy, writing for comics, you are also well known in circles as a teacher of comedy with comedy classes. Dare I say a professor? You're well, I, yeah, I wouldn't say professor because then I'd have to show you my college transcript. That's, yeah, but, um, accredited. Yeah, yeah, but um, you know, I started the class about 
you do a class in Suffern, New York, if people are in that area at Rhino. You do one in Springfield, New Jersey at Scotty's Pub and Comedy Cove, if people are in that area. How long have you been doing it and how can people find out about it to sign up? Well, uh, started at Scotty's about eight years ago with another comic, Johnny Watson. And, um, you know, we started together. Um, Johnny got very busy. And so now I've been teaching it, you know, so it's been eight years. Um, and I've been teaching it, I think by myself for about six, but altogether, we've probably taught 500 or more students and yeah. some of them are out there, you know, working as comics and, you know, it's kind of cool when I see some of my old alumni out there working and, uh, sometimes even open it up for me, which is like a really great experience. And a lot of people take the class, not just to become comics, you know, they want to, you know, build their self-confidence, their presentation skills or it's a bucket list thing that they want to cross off. Mm -hmm. I recently started teaching at Rhino Comedy up in Suffern. And so we got our first class out of the way, which was fantastic. Um, and uh, we're on our second one now, and it's a great room. And what's nice about the two locations is um, usually the people that come to Scotty's, which is has been more established now, um, they're in that area. And the people that come from Bergen County usually go to Rhino. So I think we got both sides of Jersey covered right now, yeah, Carl. You definitely do. And absolutely, people that you've trained are out there. The Roro Antonuccios, the Tom Mongellis. I mean, they moved on to become uh, successful comedians, you know. Now, not only are you a performer, a writer, and a teacher, I dare say professor, but you are also a comedy booker. You're booking Tommy Fox. You're booking people like Gilbert Gottfried and Uncle Floyd. But you've also got this huge show that I love. It's the Comedy Corner. That's at the Township Theater in Washington Township. Tell me about it. It's a huge theater. Yeah, well, one of uh, my partner in the room, uh, Jack Hoffman, great guy, uh, hashtag J. Irwin Productions. Um, someone had reached out to him. He came to me. It's a 200 and 25 to 250 seat movie theater. Uh, mm. So we started our first show January 22nd. And, you know, we had about 165 people come out, which was awesome. Yeah. A lot of my former alumni and people along the way. And our first headliner was Maureen Langan. Um, we've had like Sandy Ellers, uh, Gerald Benford. I just did the last show coming up on uh, the 23rd, which I think this comes out after. That show will be Andy Pitts, who was on Letterman. We have the great Chris Monty, who's been on HBO. Yeah, May 21 uh, is Chris Monty coming up at yeah, the uh, yeah. Comedy Corner. Right. That's a great, you can found, and, and we got a really special event in June, which is LGBT Month. We have Julia Scotty from America's Got Talent. Um, and she has, um, she'll be coming to do some stand up, and she'll also be. Um, they'll be screening her documentary, which is Julia Scotty, Funny That Way. And then after the film, um, we'll have a Q&A with Julia, Bill Ervolino from the, po from the, from the uh, record, and the oh. director, Susan Sandler. So it'll be a really great event. And, um, you know, it's just nice to um, have something that, you know, it is inclusive, especially at a time, you know, in June when we're celebrating that. So. Gotcha. Yeah, and that's coming up June 25 is what I have written here 
And it's yep. neat that you'll also see the movie. You know, it, it won't just be a stand-up show. And it'll be all based around her uh, with right. the Q&A and everything. And that's great. Now, Chip, we, we, we've uh, talked about you being a teacher and these shows. So how can people find you out there on the Internet, on social media? How do people find out uh, where you are performing and, and all of these other uh, creative ventures you've got going? Sure. Well, you can visit my website, chipambrosio.com, um, and find me on Facebook. Uh, for our shows at the Comedy Corner, you can check out hashtag J. Irwin Productions, or you can go to Brown Paper Tickets and search Comedy Corner. Okay. Uh, so and all, all, all the shows will come up. You buy your ticket. I just want to make sure that people can get to you. Uh, so, because we move pretty quick here. So it's Chip Ambrosio, A M B R O G I O, A M B R O G I O, right? That is correct, Carl. That's correct. Most people are S I O, I M G I O. So, and <laughs> brown paper tickets, very, very easy to find. And if you're interested in the classes, um, you can uh, visit Scotty's website. Um, Scotty's, uh, I, I believe it's Comedy Cove. Well, uh, yeah, it redirects. It's like scottysteakhouse.com. But if you go to uh, thecomedycove.com, it redirects. Right. Or, com or, or and for the classes and suffering, rhinocomedy.com. Yeah. Um, and my schedule is up for my stand-up performances on my site. So uh, that's the best way to get in touch with me, Carl. Okay. okay now, Chip, everyone at home, is poised to watch this movie, a Mick Jagger movie with us. They're all gonna press play at the exact same time as we do here in the studio. So Chip Ambrosio, why don't you go ahead and give us that celebrity comedian countdown. All right, Carl, here we go, studio audience. Are we ready? Three, two, one, play. That was a terrific celebrity comedian countdown. Thank, uh, you. thank you so much. Thank I really you. enjoyed it when I have a chance to listen to it. Well, uh, that's one for the books, as you that's just heard. The, just in the check that out when you hear this. Is that Korean? But you know, it's hieroglyphic. Oh, it's hieroglyphics. Okay, God, I thought I was being ignorant. <laughs> CBS Sony. So uh, Sony straight bought Steve Columbia Records. Yeah, straight. So is this like, so it's not Sony the movie house, it's Sony the record-owning house. Yeah, that sounds right, because yeah. it was Sony that he was released on. See, this is a movie for the, he's got, um, he's the boss, the solo album he made. Yeah, you know, the answer is you just like, she's the boss. So people say it's Danza, but I say it's like, she's the boss. Co-starring Alyssa Milano. Rio. Rio. Guess who got a free vacation to Rio? All the actors and the set and the crew. They got a free. We're talking Mick Jagger, Jerry Hole, Ray Don Chong, and Dennis Hopper got free to Rio. Ray Don Chong. She's the only one who attempts to act in this movie. I feel so bad for her. <laughs> What's my role? You're in love with Mick Jagger. And go. Uh, hey, Mick. It's there at Rio de Janeiro. All right, maybe we had enough of the song. 
Oh, I, I know the song. It's in my blood. So um, this is. So you're saying Mick Jagger had a solo album, and yeah. instead of coming out with a music video directed by Julian Temple, they said, "Screw it, let's take CVS Sony's money and make a full length movie." I I don't know that the son of it was exactly as you described, but yes. So you're uh, gonna say no to Mick Jagger? It's a solo album, right? So it's gonna be uh, a bunch of music videos, but there is a story, and I okay. don't know. It's all right, but oh, I know this story. So there was a fighter, right? And uh, uh -huh. there yeah. was a his name was uh, Ulysses, right? He and was undiscovered. He, he, yeah. <laughs> And uh, he was trying to get home from the after the war ended. Oh, I can't wait for this story. Then he got sidetracked and distracted. Now there's oh, speaking Hall. of it's yeah, uh, yeah. And there are tits are in this movie. That's the only tits we're seeing in the movie, right? The bare but, No, I counted the tits in this movie. There are thirty-seven tits in this. Really? Movie. So I get to look forward to thirty-five more tits? <laughs> yes. <laughs> because I so far I've seen two. Now Jerry Hall is complaining. You promised. You promised me sunshine, and J and Mick Jagger's like, "You're so bleating spoiled. I don't know what your husband's storing you." Now he's the husband, right? He married, or they were they just celebrity dating? They were married in India, and then like, Ooh. yeah, so they were married throughout the nineties. But <clears throat> then, when it was time for them to get divorced, instead they had an annulment. They had it declared that it wasn't legal. And I said India, but it's Indonesia. I'm sorry. But it so wasn't. They, yeah. they were never married. It wasn't stamped. Whoever did it in Indonesia forgot to stamp it. And then. <laughs> That's right. Now, for me, it's always been Bianca Jagger, right? Who's Bianca Jagger? Bianca Jagger is the woman he was actually married to uh, legally. So here it is. Um, Bianca, okay, that was from 71 through 78, he was married to Bianca Jagger. So that's a young Rolling Stones Mick Jagger. A, a Studio Hall 54 was, <clears throat> attending Bianca Jagger. <laughs> yes. Uh, Jerry Hall was 1977 to 1999. Okay, so that was the wife. Four children with her. He has eight children by a bunch of different women, Mick Jagger's. So we, I see two, we're talking about two women, right? So you're saying he had children outside of Bianca and outside of Jerry Hall. Yeah, and that's like why that... he broke up. Jerry Hall divorced him when he cheated and got someone pregnant. Gotcha. And is it outside? Is that proper way to say it? <laughs> like outside of Jerry Hall? Uh, <laughs> so one thing that's really weird about this movie is that this is Mick Jagger playing himself. So it's a rock star showing his rock star. Julian Temple is a big name movie music video director yeah exactly is dennis hopper supposed to be him uh no dennis hopper's just supposed to be the director he's directing the video for mick's solo record and it's angry right he's like yeah this is supposed to be the set of new york what are you doing with your brazilian air exactly right that is, i think you've seen this because that's exactly what happens of course <laughs> i have seen this new this. york street <laughs> of course i have seen that you know, it's just, they released this as a video right so it says cbs sony on the corner you can see the video yeah. box yeah, yeah and then someone who's a super big fan who's a super big fan of fucking mick jagger right everybody what do you mean well no I, all right so it's the 80s yeah rolling stones yeah a bit of a lull uh and then 
solo album. Oh, right. Did you do uh, Dancing in the Street with Mick Jagger for Live Aid? Eighty-five in, in history. Yeah. Uh, maybe I, I think it's around this time we went solo. He also did that horrible. No, uh, I liked it. I thought it was a good song, and I liked the one he did with Bette Midler. <laughs> oh, I like the one he did, "Beast of Burden," wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember the video for that. So we're watching the first of, of many music videos in this feature. Yeah, film. this is a horrible song. It's called "Half a Loaf." Which I don't understand I don't, what that he, means. He was sitting on the toilet. <laughs> oh, no, neither <laughs> my mind went there too. That's yes, why I, I don't like it. Screw <laughs> you, Mick. Come on. There's lots of other lyrics to that song. You gotta gotta be got half a loaf, got a pinch of loaf. Well, it was either that or Navy had dropping the kids off at the pool. I like to loaf around on Sundays, but since I got kids, I can never full loaf. Yeah, half a loaf. <laughs> Gotta drop the kids off at the pool. Then I'll have half a loaf until I gotta pick her up from tap and ballet. I do like this video because it's a music video, but it's also behind the scenes at the same time. So it's yes. like the Muppet Show where they're, they're showing you the backstage as part of the show. That's really right. So we got we got Dennis Hopper in between like licks saying, ah! Keep acting, Mick. <laughs> I don't like him in this movie, and I rarely like him. Now, we saw him in King yes. of the Mountain on our podcast. Right, where he was drunk driving down Mulholland Drive. Terrible. He was terrible. We saw him in My Science Project, which looks like close to a performance, right? He gave it his offer. Well, he had a second coming with Blue Velvet, which I guess was 87. So this must have been before he actually became bankable again. And yeah. he's always been a... a a mainstay of like Studio 54, uh, Andy Warhol, like he's a, he's a f- professional photographer. So like yeah. he had, you know, he definitely had his like lost era, lost years, Dennis Hopper. And I think this is one of those years. Yeah. <clears throat> he w- we saw him also in O.C. and Stakes and we're going way That's back right. to the beginning. Between way at the beginning. That was also he- 85. Yeah, so it was before Blue Velvet kind of got him back into the mainstay. That's like he, right. He was the villain in Speed, so he went from this to the fucking villain in Speed in like you know, yeah, twelve years. But but <clears throat> the thing is, in in Speed, he gave a shit and gave a great performance. Yeah. Did a good job. Didn't say crazy things. Wasn't angry all the time. He didn't drink on set. He was he was an actual director, right? So he you yeah. know Easy Rider, I guess. Uh, was he direct that? I always forget. Yeah. Yeah. So he loved it. Then he did a movie called The Last Picture Show. I hope I'm not wrong about that. Maybe I shouldn't so boldly say that, but we have Google. Is, yeah, we have Google. But the, the but he made a second movie I've never seen. It's not on YouTube. If it is, we would do it next week. Uh about a director who goes down to South America and like corrupts a town. And that movie was like he went down to South America, fucking was a terror, and none of it was usable. Apparently, I read about it, Carl. I've never <laughs> seen this movie. Yeah, I've seen colors. You ever see colors? Colors. 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 Remember the I see some colors. Uh it was about like cops uh, in LA. Yeah, cops in LA, right. What the ice uh Robert Duvall. Yeah, that's a decent movie. He also directed uh this wacky like uh film noirish like uh road movie where like a convict escapes. I think there he is behind Johnson. the camera as we talk. Yeah. About- you guys are talking about me, the director, Dennis Hopper. Yeah, director, Nick, more emotion. Roll up. <laughs> Nick, emote. You're too now, subtle, Mick. What's going to happen here is 
basically Jerry Hall's gonna like let him Mick think that she's gonna fuck somebody else, and then Mick's gonna get all pissed off and go off with his own girl. And Dennis Hopper's gonna be mad. Wow. So Jerry, so he's oh, so yeah. he's pissed. Yeah. Can I ask you, like, do they shoot these music videos in one take sequentially? <laughs> no, they put a <laughs> lot of fucking effort into these things. He's Julian like, Temple, one of the greatest directors. Thing. I love him. Earth Girls are easy. Love it. Absolute uh-huh. beginners. Love it. Great rock and roll swindle, followed by Filth and the Fury. Don't later. love it. Don't love it. But it was his birth film, and that film was more about a piece of culture, right? Yeah, well, he didn't really have... I mean, there's so many outtakes from the great rock and roll swindle. They showed some in the Filth and the Fury that I feel like, you know, Malcolm McLaren said, I want you to go ahead and do it. And they said, all right. Is Johnny Rotten have... still alive? Yeah, he is. He's wearing Donald Trump t-shirts. He, he should take that footage and make it into a movie, round it out somehow. I wonder if that came... I mean, I've seen the official version of the great rock and roll swindle. I've seen bootlegs growing up. Uh-huh. You know, all my punk rock friends from like uh, the Glen Ridge, or no, the town after Verona. I had some Verona, Verona yeah, yeah, the other way, the other in way in New Jersey. I would, I would uh, hang out with them and we would listen to the soundtrack. I knew the soundtrack by heart before I saw the movie, the great rock and roll swindle. They used to have Reagan the- on the Reagan, <laughs> like Duran Duran, yeah. Well, they had a so, so the, the, the movie itself is pretty crazy, but it feels like I don't know who edited it, who, who did it and all the only person really available was steve jones you know it's not uh-huh. right the, yeah. the drummer who had a brain yeah yeah i guess i don't know if he's wearing donald trump t-shirts now either <laughs> it's very punk rock or uh now what's gonna happen here is he's like come on girls let's go party and you see you know Paul and him exchanging glasses. You know, it's funny. I don't know. I kind of respect it a little bit, but I think it's kind of, you know, make her a rich bitch and make him the angry husband. I don't know. It's like a little easy. It does, it, it does give a conflict. I mean, we are, we were propelled into a story thanks to this. Yes, but... we are. And but but also, I res- if it's if there's any brains behind it, then I respect Mick because he's showing his relationship in this ugly light. It's probably fake, you know. It's probably, you know. So, yeah, I but, mean, what integrity to say, yeah, this is me life, a fucking bitch wife, fuck off. <laughs> and then he just, right he, but he also says, like, you, you, and you, come on, three souls, yeah. let's go. Right. Whip, whip, whip. Give me some tang. What it, I, I'm not, I'm not young. <laughs> I know terms he's getting. Oh, this is Rockstar. We're going to have a picture of Rockstar Carl. If you were a rock star, that's what I was going to tag. I was a tag. He was a tag. <laughs> a tag. <laughs> you want me to go to the store and get you a uh, tag? Is orange okay? You stupid fucking idiot. It's a euphemism. <laughs> you ain't hip. You ain't hip. Uh, I want some pussy. Oh, you want the woman's vagina? No, her fucking cat. What is wrong with you? Don't you know today's slang? <laughs> Don't you know the word? It's slang for cat, pussy cat, short for pussy cat. Come here, pussy. I bet my pussy. Hey, so uh, speaking of pussy, Nick Jagger's getting the shit kicked out of him. Yeah, so he winds up they're all in drag. They're all in drag and they're robbing him. Yep. Yeah, I know the uh, Brazilian tourist board was not happy with this film. <laughs> but just like in the, in the uh, hot shot, hot shot. The the bureau the 
the Brazilian, you know, they did not endorse what I'm doing here, sir. Do not get a bad impression of our city. He shows up to Brazil in that movie Hotshot, and five minutes he gets robbed. And the guy's like, listen, I work for the tourist board, but I just need to provide for my family. Don't don't tell people this is Brazil. Yeah, now, I love that joke. I, I remember him, that from the other one. Yeah, from Hotshot, which yeah. was last. No, it wasn't. It was so no, long it was, ago. it was back in March. Oh yeah, yeah, way back in March. Yeah, no bearing on today's date. Do you think it's ironic that Mick got uh, thrown into a, ha- a truck full of hams? <laughs> Such a ham. He's a ham. Wrong in here. Okay, now look, they beat him up, they robbed him, they fought over the money, and then they fucking like really hurt him, threw him in the back of a meat truck, and I was just driving off into oblivion. And then some weird thing's going to happen between the gentlemen ladies here. They're going to, I don't know, for some reason, they're going to kill this guy. Maybe it's an accident. Okay. Oh, so there's a murder now. Yes, there will be a murder. But why do they kill him or her? In today's well, they were world? fighting over money, right? And then they... Yes, uh... but they, they were sort of reasonably splitting it up. And why would the anyway that yeah it's probably a dispute over money now they're taking the dead body with no a, remorse or emotion right to a it car on... whose car is this they walked over here did That's they right. park it there like they were going to rob mick and then drive off nope nope so they don't actually use the keys right they just push they're going to push into is there a yeah. lake nearby yeah they're on they're in rio so it's the water it's oh the, okay you know yeah there's plenty of i've seen Fast and the Furious Five. I know there's like streets with oh, all the water. Listen, nearby. as you know, I did a lot of uh, my master's degree. Yeah, yeah. My ma- well, I did some growing up in Rio, actually, and then I went on to return from my master's. And uh, yeah, so uh... is it accurate as a native? <laughs> yes. What was I talking about? Okay, so. Poor Mick doesn't know what's going on, and it's like tomorrow, okay? And they put the dead body into a car and, like, ditched it in the water. And they put Mick Jagger's wallet in the body of the dress. Well, that's the, the like, we'll see. I didn't notice that they did or anything, I, you know? But, um, but, but that is what they will discover later. So they think he's dead. You know that. Right. You've seen this recently. Well, I, I was like, kind of, this is like a weird pop culture moment where it was a big deal that Mick Jagger is doing a solo album. Yeah. And it, now it's like all those guys always crank out every week. They have like, oh, yeah, it's a blues album. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. it's my country. Yeah, I was doodling and I released an album. Oh, yeah, right. I think uh, now, Keith Richards just released an album. From my years in Rio, I do know Portuguese. And yes. uh, yeah, so they speak he, it there. He's saying, like ho hum, what a day! Unpacking meat at dawn, and I'm drinking. Then oh, he notices no. Mick. All oh, right, he's like, oh, this look what a, <laughs> yeah. what a ham! Yeah, what a ham! Oh, this is a prized ham. This is a fine ham. Just have a night with you. Oh, oh exquisite ham! ham. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> jumping around like a monkey this guy like puts a ham on the fucking ground and then puts a mick jagger on top of him 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He does. Yeah. He's sitting on the ham chair. It's his ham of thrones. Ham of thrones. It's my bead bag. It's my ham and bead bag. <laughs> hmm, ham and bead bag. Now, for some dumb reason, he unless he's delivered. Look, the doors are still open. Right. The guy also, like flees, leaving well, he, Nick there. He had it like well, he was supposed to deliver a. Uh, Pork to an abandoned gas station, and he did. No, see, that's the thing. He pulled up to an abandoned gas station, <laughs> opened the back, slabbed the meat on the dirty ground, oh. like on that concrete slab, and then his oh. bath on it, and then drove away. Oh, now here's a director. Yeah, he's like, yeah. Where is Mick? Where is Mick? This looks a little bit like Mick. And then he's yelling, How is Jerry Hall going to get this thing on the plane? Oh, a little inside. Well, here's Jerry Hall right now. Oh, she's doing the jerk. All I need is this. I don't need anything <laughs> except for this table. Except for this. Yeah. yeah. No, but the thing is, unlike the jerk, Jerry Hall really does not need the lamp. So she launches it. Right. That's rock star behavior. Right. But, you know, in the movie, you can hear like, ah, mm-hmm. when the, it lands. So people Right. Making a car crash. Yeah. What a meanie. Well, I'm waking up in the smell it. Oh, I've had enough hamming it up. What a night. What a night. Oh, never going to hear again. It smells rancid and it isn't Keith Richards. (laughs) That's right. What's that that smell? The old bandmates. No. (laughs) No, it's an actual piece of ham. It sounds like decaying ham there. Is that you? No. Oh, you aptly described me, mate. A decaying ham. The Brian Jones, right? He died in a swimming pool. Yeah. He was in the Rolling Stones. Yeah, but or... he died in the like early '60s when they were young and hip and cool and the hottest uh... thing ever, and they really made headlines. They, like the Beatles had come along, and then people were like, "Well, what else is there besides the Beatles?" Right. The Rolling Stones came. Had... Right. Yeah, they have, you know, there's some Rolling Stone movies. Have you ever seen uh, the Altamont documentary, Gimme Shelter? Uh, yes, in my in my life, like maybe yeah. when I was 15 or something. I saw that maybe in a movie theater, like in San Francisco, that no longer exists, the theater, but I fell asleep and I woke up to a stabbing. Oh, I was, no. I just, I just kind of nodded off. I nodded off. And then when I woke up, there were like, there was this burly... Uh, hell's angel guy it was really gross i was like oh shit because i heard like you know a guy got fatally stabbed there yeah yeah and uh it's on this film what didn't they do like cocksuckers blues and that never got released or something like there there is some story about that yeah 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 oh she's leaving i'm out of this movie well the thing is mick sort of disappeared but like she disappeared for like a day Right. That's the album. She's the boss. She just ripped up the single. <laughs> She's the boss. What a f- that, that, that was light. The title, by the way. What's that? That was gonna be the title. Oh, the movie? I'm really glad it's not. It would be such a headache to search for the movie. 
Running Out of Luck is the song that's playing right now. We're kind of seeing another video. Basically what it is, is he was stranded in the middle of nowhere. So he started walking. So now, of course, he's... He was lucky because he was somewhere. But now he's, he's running out of luck because he's <laughs> not. Yeah. Oh, the, what a contrast. He's in the desert and she's getting dessert. <laughs> what a uh. great director. He was a junior director at this point, right? I mean, he had done music videos before. He has like an arm's length worth of music videos he did. Like if you look at IMDb around his time, he did videos for everybody. I think he did a Duran Duran. I don't know. His movies are more fun. Like Absolute Beginners. What a great fucking film. Well, David I, Bowie. He, it looked like, I mean, when he made that, he was an absolute beginner. Mr. Yeah. Right. Now, isn't his, uh, I always think his daughter is an actor, and I can't tell if it's Juno Temple or if it's oh, uh, I know Temple. what you're talking about. I have, yeah. there's Jade Elizabeth Georgia May. Oh, that's, <clears throat> not, well, that's not who I'm thinking of. Okay, those are the three who are like of note, allegedly. Oh. Um, Jade Elizabeth and Georgia May. Okay. Uh, I should learn more about them. Let me see here. Eight children. Oh, he's gonna have to hallucinate. You can't have a video where you're in the desert and you don't hallucinate. Oh, he's yeah, seen civilization. The honest truth about what a mirage is is simply you think on the horizon, you see water. That is what a mirage is when you're in you the don't, you don't see like a Coca-Cola vending machine, That's like a right. head. Now what that was all started by Warner Brothers with like Bugs Bunny and stuff. You would see a mirage, right? Right. It was the joke. It wasn't water. It was right. Or you would right. be an oasis, like there's brownish green with watery sparks on the horizon. It's like fucking, you know, like fertile soil or something. Like let's get over there. And it would, oh well, it would be like there's three women holding their arms up towards me. I'm gonna go, and there's like cacti, and he's all bruised. <laughs> <laughs> all poked oh look yeah see this is payphone what a payphone in the desert no it was a cacti <laughs> everything is a fucking cacti <laughs> uh look he like found your a luck, real phone and it's but you're mean. running out of luck this is literally he's running out of luck he's he found the phone but it's, he's mad he's mad yopa opa yopa Hey, I want an ice cream. Ice cream man, make mine a 99. Hey, over here. Oof. Oof. Damn it. Rat bastard is. You know, he they offered him that part in Pirates of the Caribbean, and he turned it down. Next him or, you know, or Keith? Keith Richards was in it. Well, cool. I mean, that's like Johnny Depp basically doing Keith Richards for a Disney film, right? I mean, that's <laughs> that's the idea of it. Well, Maybe a right or wrong, but but I mean they offered it to Mick first, and Mick said, "Yeah, yeah, no, I think he was always channeling uh, uh, the other Glimmer twin. We're the original Glimmer twins, Carl and I. Really? Yeah. Now they had a relationship that was very strained, Keith Richards and Mick Jagger, really strained. Um, <clears throat> in 2010." Richards described Jagger as unbearable, noting that their relationship had been strained for decades. By 2015, though, his opinion had softened while calling Jagger a snob. He added, I still love him dearly. Your friends don't have to be perfect. 
it's it's so weird i mean can you imagine like i i, I don't not want to be a rolling stone or a foo fighter concerts <laughs> festivals people's jobs likelihood it's all based on you going on tour right right you know and you have to go on tour and you're the you're the headliner of the festival you're the re, you're, you're headline in the meadowlands and it's just like you of course you can hate everybody in the band yeah you know um we in our the story in performance right it was yeah. Keith richards like not wife but lover and mick was in bed with her during the filming remember in performance yes right. I mean, you can see that, like, they've got what a history, you know, going back decades. I kind of like, wanted to read their biography. I know uh, Keith Richards has, like, what's it called? It's me, bloody me, or, like, some kind yeah. of, yeah, but it's thick. And then I, I'm sure there's, like, histories. I'm, I, there must be fans of the band writing, like, every day, every decade, you know, like, all the, all the information. Because I would love to know where their heads were at during 85 when this shit was happening. Well, they were not happy, and <clears throat> they were doing songs like um, Undercover of the Night. Like, he described <laughs> yeah. it as a bad time. They really all hated each other. What's the difference, like, as, as somebody who's a musician and, and probably more, yeah, I'm as familiar, probably. <laughs> uh, like, this album comes off as, like, just poppy and dancier than uh, the Stones, right? It sounds exactly like the Stones, but... There's a celebrity guitarist. Like, it's so strange. He doesn't play the guitar, but these songs, when you listen to them, they got, like, really famous guitar players. Yeah, and, and it's awkward, some of the guitar solos. Now, this woman was in another film in Brazil just, the, like, right around the same year. And this is, like, her... Uh, here she is. <clears throat> her name is Zina Peria. People would know her in Brazil. But she was on this in this film called Blame It on Rio in 1984. I yeah, think of course. You know it? I know the movie. Yeah, that's the one with the, uh, Michael Caine and Demi Moore. Right. And, yeah, and Frank something. I'm trying to remember. It's this great character actor. He sleeps with Demi Moore, who was a mm -hmm. teenager at the time, and they blame it on Rio. And uh, his wife, ultimately, his wife says, your flies unzip. And he goes, uh, no, it's not. And he goes, it's, it usually is all the time. It's like, oh, this. <laughs> So she's from she's from blaming on Rio. Okay, okay. All right, I got you. And that Which was is probably around the same time. Exactly. Yeah. But if you were, uh, you know, grew up in Brazil like me, you would know. Okay. So he went into some. It went to somebody's like uh, spread for their family and just started taking eating. Yeah, I saw that. Even wondering. Then they started kicking his ass. The woman came out and started kicking his ass. And this woman is sort of rescuing him. I don't like to just see the movie. I think, she, I think she's... You just saw this movie. You know everything about this movie. No, but the audience hasn't. And I'm, I'm the audience. I can't do any reveal. You know? Okay, please tell me. So she, she just but got she's rescued. Like, Isn't that great? There'll be a surprise twist. <laughs> No, but I want to know. So the thing is, is like he gets arrested by a, col a colonizer, right? Like this one, white woman with a whip and fucking hanging out in Brazil. Probably where Hitler, maybe they're going to the boys of Brazil. Have we met the boys yet of Brazil? <laughs> little Hitlers. Little, little baby okay. Hitlers. 
So Mick got saved by this woman. And I don't think she's white. I think she's a Brazilian woman. Okay. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. She speaks Portuguese. Yeah, but she's also the color of everybody in the country. You know what I'm saying? Don't cancel me, Michael. Oh, no, no, no. I, I wanted you to uh, uh, dig your hole, but I have a list of the the uh, people, the credits on the album. Right. So Carlos Alomar, who's composer, Wally Bataru, synthesizer, Jeff Beck, guitar. Yeah. Uh, John Rabbit Bundrick, synthesizer, Ray Cooper. Sly Dunbar plays drums. Holy shit. Now look where they're taking him. To prison. Well, sort of. He's going to pick bananas. There, He's going to uh, become yeah. one of the workers. He's been essentially abducted. So you he's a slave. She's white? She's not white. I, I just think it's like it's a plantation, and he becomes yeah. a slave, and she has a whip. So, yeah, she's white. I don't know. <laughs> okay. You're, you've got all the characteristics right. Yeah. Oh, I see that Herbie Hancock uh, plays synthesizer on his album. Who else we have? Let's see, like, the, the guitar solos are so out of place. Niall Rogers fucking plays guitar on this. Give me just another night. Oh, oh, last, last credit. Oh, there's there's Pete Townsend plays guitar and G.E. Really? Smith. G.E. Smith also plays guitar on it. Really? Yeah. So but when you hear Townsend, wow. That's pretty good Because when I hear these songs on the album from this movie, I'm like, oh, I hear Mick. And then I hear this, like, robust guitar. And I'm like. Is he playing guitar on his solo album? No, it's from fucking Pete Townsend or G. Smith Beck. or Jeff Beck or Niall fucking Rogers. <laughs> That's not bad. A bunch of ringers. Now, for the first time in this super long journey he's been on, it gets a little kindness. Somebody's given him a piece of bread. He hasn't eaten since a friendly faith since he stole the chickens chicken legs at yeah. the at the at spread the for the family. Yeah. At the uh, the recite the kung fu uh, recital, yeah, the kung fu <laughs> recital, the, the kung fu dance off contest. It's just so happy. They did kung fu tap and jazz. Not only did he disrupt the wedding, but it was a wedding full of kung fu fighters. <laughs> just my, I'm running out of luck. And so now was, he's chopping yeah. down bananas, and that, uh, there'll be a spider. Or maybe that's not yet. Now, is she the boss playing right now? She is. No. Um, uh, yes, maybe. Yeah, she's the boss. You know everything about this. Okay, I'm going to play it. I'm no, play don't play it. it. Why don't we we'll get blocked? I don't want to hear the song. I mean, we're going to get, it's going to get blocked if we play the song. Oh. Yeah. She, uh, she wears the pants. Sure, boss. I only watched this movie because I wanted to hear the songs. I wanted to make sure I knew, and I read up on the album. But I just wanted to know where in pop culture this lies. So I, and it's a Julian it's Temple crazy. movie I haven't seen. I love Julian Temple. I have to see. <laughs> it's I, not course, Julian. I, it's well, how do you pronounce it? Julian. Julian. Seriously, seriously, J U L I E N. All right, Julian. Not Julian. It's okay. Julian. My apologies, and I'm sorry. I thought your daughter was somebody else. It's it's not Temple, it's Tempal. It's not. No. It is, yeah. He's got the pants. Tempal. Is she sleeping with the plantation uh, wife? 
Oh, he's got to make a call. I just got to call CVS Sony. Let him know I'm going to be a little late. <laughs> All right. Now, now I don't believe this movie. He's the boss. He's the boss. And now he's, he's adjusted to banana slavery life. And it winds up everyone in the room has a musical instrument nearby. <laughs> That's fair enough. It's a music video. But it's funny when they do music video things like this where they cut to him dancing, you're like, what? I thought he didn't want to be there. I thought he was forced to have sex. Now he's loving it. Yeah. Forced to have sex. Right? Isn't that what's happening? Yeah. There's no Star Trek references in this movie, unfortunately. No. That's Just right. A lot of sexual assault. You know everything about this film. Oh, here comes. No, that was not a spider. That was a squid or something. No, that's a spider. Right. Oh, he's like a spider. See, it's they're comparing the two. Tickle, tickle, tickle. No! Get it off. Get it off. Bleeding hell. No, Get I didn't all out. right. That didn't sound like Nick. The last time I go to a spirit Halloween store. <laughs> Big ass spider. That's my Mick Jagger. Now Mick Jagger wrote this with Julene Tempal. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So there's a script. I'd like to so see it. This is his only screenwriting credit, but he did have a Mick Jagger had a story writing credit for Blame It on the Night, 1984. Not Blame It on Rio. Well, there was a Blame It on the Night in 1984 was coincidentally, you know, Blame It On. No, but really, really, it's a Mick Jagger. Uh, it, he got a, write, a story writing credit. Oh, but it's named after one of his songs? I don't know. I just, that's what was on the internet. Debut produced screenplay and first screenwriting credit, theater feature film winning actor. He's cracking the whip. This is like, this is a pretty good music video for his time, right? I mean, like, it's a lot of money spent and uh, not, it's just well, it's storyboarded well. It's, uh-huh. He tells a story. He's got great fuzzy imagery. They're fucking. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so I'm a Mick Jagger great. fan. I'm a music fan, and I buy the v- video for twenty dollars, nineteen eighty five money, and I watch yeah. it on my VCR. My dad will be, "Will you take that shit off? I'm so sick of looking." And then my mom's like, "Oh, that's sexual assault, and that's uh, colonial <laughs> slavery." Oh, and, ma, uh, ma. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna. There's more to come. All right, she's the boss, and when he say, says that to the camera right now. It looks like he's getting uh, getting it from behind. Like he's getting right, right, right there. Yes. Yeah. So I guess he's sexy, sexy Mick. He's uh, confident with sexuality. I don't know who this guy is. Well, we'll see him later in the whorehouse. Oh, the whorehouse. Can't wait for that. It, it's, it's hysterical. The bad, it's the bad uh, Massa guy. Oh, all right. The one who grabs a woman from behind and then, yeah, uh, yeah we'll get to that part. They're laughing. They're like, that's so hysterical. <laughs> all right, we'll get to that part. That's right. And they don't help her at all. They, they like, no, there's nothing that. scarier than being grabbed from behind. There's nothing scarier if it winds up the owner of the bordello is going to rape you. And there's nothing great to have the people next to them laugh at it. Okay. So here's that. <laughs> This, I did You're see this. Like it's real life. <laughs> I did see this and I'm like, what the fuck is this going on? What is this car? Oh, okay. That they, they so dredged. They murdered that 
dude dressed up as a lady and they put him in the car and uh-huh. pitched it into the lake. So now the cops have found the car and they will right. find Mick Jagger's passport. He's wearing a dress. That has to be Jagger. <laughs> I so guess. They, but they find like a document. They find a dead man in a, in a dress. Passport. passport. Oh. Mick Jagger's passport. Mick Jagger. What Never the mind bo- forensic, right? Never mind dental records. Look. Case yeah, right. Closed. Well, that's what I don't get, because now for the rest of the movie, he's like dead pop star, according to the headlines. That's right. And at the end of the movie. At the end of the movie, fucking Dennis Hopper shows up with a lookalike pretending he's alive, right? Isn't that the... I won't get to that scene. I felt like when they were doing the premiere, Dennis Hopper was walking around with a Mick Jagger lookalike and wouldn't let Mick Jagger, even as alive, be part of the show, because he can control this this dummy. Okay. All right. So they're going, they, they did a hard day's work and now they're going to the whorehouse. Yeah. That's essentially what's happening here. Yes. They pick up the women from the truck and they go inside. Oh, it's awkward when you're sharing a, a you have roommates in a bunk and you're going to get it on and they have like uh, hammocks in there in your room. Hey, yeah, that's a good point. Nobody, is anybody going to do it because they would have to do it in front of other people. Yeah, why not? Yeah, they're doing it. <laughs> okay. Listen, they had a hard day. <laughs> so he sees sexual assault and he's like, I, I'm not for it. Well, Mick, the guy goes, none of these girls okay for you? And he goes, nah. Then he sees this one, I guess you're calling it sexual assault. I think that. Well, it's, having... he's, he's saying no. That's why it's assault. Yeah. And then he's like, here, have my shoes, zapatos, it's, which is wrong. It's not it's Spanish. Portuguese. And the guy says, okay. Yeah. Was Mick, when did Mick wear those shoes? I never recognized those shoes. Where did he have, he had them up his ass this entire time? Maybe, maybe he had them uh, when he was walking the desert. I don't know. I saw his Tim walk. Let's rewind. Because remember he had done the video. Yeah, let's rewind. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to press. We're going to watch this movie a third time. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody else was hearing that recording. So I get it. So now he's dressed up as a lady. Okay, yeah. Ray Dong Chong, who we just met. Yes. The daughter of the comedian we love. Thomas. um, She is helping Mick, dressing him up as a lady. And that means that she'll he'll get on the whorehouse bus and drive back to the whorehouse as if he was a lady. He's escaping. He's escaping. Is he going to do the stick where he's like, I just need a telephone? Yes. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> Telephone's upstairs. Ray Dong Chong will let him know. Would it be great if they're dancing to Charlie Watt right now? Will you turn this shit off? I can't even get a break in my own movie. Dancing to who? Charlie Watt? Charlie, wasn't that the late drummer of the Stones? Another yeah, late drummer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he cranked Charlie out solo Watt. albums, a million albums a year. Did he? Right? He did tons of solo albums. Yeah. I well, he, 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 I think he appeared in other people's albums as well. But mm-hmm. it was such a big deal that Mick Jagger was going solo. I think it was because it was just like the Pepsi generation back then. It was just like Artifice and 
just this product to sell and you know what bigger product to sell than the stones and uh Mick Jagger himself they they got in trouble right because their their tour had a sponsorship which was unheard of at the time I think it was Jordan or the perfume the cologne Joven or something like that uh-huh and people uh, were like the stones are selling out right that I remember because that was the 80s you're right and I remember Eric Clapton was like Sponsored by Budweiser, you know, yeah. it was so low life. Okay, here it comes. Here's the scene we're doing. So to help him out, she changes in the dress. But here comes the the bordello owner, grabs her. She doesn't know who he is, right? Mm-hmm. Drags him off. Maybe at this point she knows who he is. He's gonna. She don't want to go. Right. But then Mick and, and Ray Dong are gonna look. Watch, check it out. <laughs> He's oh, raping her. Wah, 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 this is hysterical. Wah, wah, wah. It's against her will. Oh, my goodness. Oh. <laughs> Too bad for her. Uh, lucky for us. They look like Greek gods. Yeah. Right? They would make A lot beautiful of those children. stories. Oh, yeah. not beautiful children. I mean, the Greek myths, you know, like. Like one god would just go rape a dude, or you know, just rape yeah. anybody. You know, it's like rape a, a bull, and that gave birth to donkeys or something. I don't know. The Minotaur, right? Right. Fuck Stuff this like shit. That. I'm going to a labyrinth and sulk. But I'm your dad. <laughs> no, I just I was horny in a field. I'm a god. My speed. The last is time I go to a bullfight, <laughs> I, I I thought you know. I didn't, I, I didn't understand the concept of fight. So I fucked the bull. I'm sorry. So Mick now has been liberated. He is no longer a banana picker against his will. Right. He is hiding out in a board, bordello. He's pretending and, to be a John. Well, I don't know about that. I think it's supposed to be like they're falling in love and they're going to do it now. Cool. You and know, Jerry Hall was cool with this, I guess. Well, Jay Hall, what about Radon Chan? She's kissing Mick Jagger, but she's thinking C. Thomas Howell. <laughs> right? Her husband of several years. <laughs> Look at his big, stupid fish lips. Oh, my God. She's like a real actress. And she's got to put up with this shit. Yeah, he's licking her boobies. <laughs> She's, it's a Canadian-American actress, it says, and we share the birthday of February 28th. <clears throat> She's older than me, born in 61. Okay, Quest for Fire, Beat Street, right. Color Purple, Street, Mando, Soul yes. Man, Boulevard. Soul Man is where she met C. Thomas Howell. That movie's problematic, of course. Mm -hmm. Do you know the, the how Soul Man came about? No. Uh... Harvard Law had like first black uh, professor or something. Uh huh. Guy named Barack Obama was got accepted, was part of it, and it was a reaction to that. It was like, well, shit, anyone dress up as black and get in, and then they made this movie, this comedy. Well, oh. you know, yeah, it's, this, it's C. Thomas Howell. He's perfect for the position, but they're looking for a black man, so he puts on blackface and gets into Harvard. And Not black he, face, like black skin, everything. Like yeah, not like yeah. Um, 
uh, what's his name? Mommy. What's his oh, name? no, it's not. It's not a minstrel show. Al Jolson yeah, style. Minstrel show. Yeah. No, he's trying to pass off as black. Uh, right. And then he also he meets Ray Dong Chong in the movie and uh, they fall in love and then it's revealed. And uh, it's delightful. He's like just claptrap. It's just like it's you can't watch it. But I, I found out that part of the reason the movie was made, it was a reaction to uh, Barack Obama. I'm going to uh-huh. look this up. And I'm like, oh, what an odious response. <laughs> like, <laughs> but that's where they met. And if you see uh, Tommy Chong directed a movie called Far Out Man. Okay. And Ray Dong Chong. It's really good. I like it. It's a, I it's see a it? crazy. If it's playing. No, this crap TV, again. Dude, I saw it on uh, Channel 44. I forget what it was on San Francisco. I'm just watching it. I don't care. What's it called? Far Out Man? Yeah, you can find it on Tubi. Stop. No, I'm getting it my DVD. You're going to get a DVD? They're going to be like, listen, man, we're not, we don't, there's no such thing anymore. Well, no, but you'll be surprised. That's the reason I have it. They have all this stuff. I get like one copy. It's cracked. So okay. Radon Chung like shows up as herself and her husband, C. Thomas Howell plays himself and uh-huh. Judd Nelson plays himself and Judd Nelson and C. Thomas Howell like get competitive and like, oh, I'm a better actor than you, or I've been in more hits than you, you know, that type of thing. It's weird. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Now, this is the only good scene of the film. Okay. This scene is a good scene, and it's the only one. Hello. Hey, telefonio. And she goes, he goes, see, vous plaît. <laughs> Tele- telefono. Oh, well, the thing is, I had no money for the last half hour, and now I'm going to check my pockets, and I have no money. They are the Chaga. This guy is full of shit. You're right. So, but this is a general store that has everything, right? Including records? Yeah. Oh, in fact, there's some records right here. This is really funny. I have to, I agree with you. This is the best part. There's like Julio Iglesias posters and nothing but his albums. <laughs> Julio Iglesias. Julio Iglesias. Yeah. Julio Iglesias. Julio Iglesias. And then the most obscure Rolling Stones album. Right? Like, it's what not album? obscure, but okay. Well, I mean, is what album is it? Uh, it's one of those... Uh, I don't know. I remember it. I see that picture. Uh, he's going to play Brown Sugar on it. I mean, no, he sings no Brown Sugar. There's a, a little no, black kid shows up and he sings Brown Sugar. He's going to sing Brown Sugar to a little black kid. Right here's going to here's a song about uh, screwing black slaves on the on a slave ship. Let's dance. Jumping Jack Flash. What's that? Jumping Jack Flash. See, I'm Rick Jagger, see? <laughs> yeah. My voice. And the other songs. And the rest. And the rest. <laughs> That's like Rolling Stones doing a Bedley. Yeah. Please allow me to introduce myself and the rest. <laughs> now he's doing Brown Sugar, the, cult, the cancel song, apparently. Yeah, well, we should cancel this song. Well, no, you know, I the agree best was, with you. That song is horrid. There's a comedian named Jim Short, who's a really good comedian, Australian, big rock star. But he had a song about a bit about uh, Pepsi using brown sugar as, as an ad campaign. <laughs> no, but the <laughs> thing is, Mike, let me just say it this way, okay? Yeah. 
Yeah. Brown sugar is horrific and should be canceled. But the thing is, you act like it just happened. This is 1964, five. Yeah. You right. act like it just happened. Not like there was this uh, earlier time in which things were different and we're smarter than that now. No, you I get you. Like, like it just happened. I'm going to take it to the little brown kid. Oh, I was galled. I was galled. Like it was on Main Street yesterday. It's called, yeah, all right. It was ironic, I thought, because there's this like offensive song that he, that's the one song you could think of. Also, he doesn't really sing so, that many Rolling Stones songs. That was it in this movie. No, he doesn't sing. Yeah, that was just to say, look, I'm Mick Jagger, and it was, still wasn't belief. Anyway, it's back to crap. I mean, that was the best thing of the. Yeah, look, that was. Look who's coming. Oh, yeah, it's his ex. <laughs> you never called me. Yikes. So he goes back into the bordello, which isn't the place to go, but I guess there's nowhere else he could go. Right. Well, that's a pretty cool house. Oh, now she comes in the whip. It's kind of Dr. Susie. Right, but with sex. <laughs> you know, my brother Marcus really did live in Brazil for a decade. So he, he could, could attest to these bordellos, you're saying? Like, I don't think so. This was in Rio. Actually, no, this is nowhere near Rio de Janeiro. Right. I don't know. Maybe he could. He lived in Joia Passawa, which was on the was on the the uh, ocean. I want the English. I want the English. Oh, he's all like, uh, I had a rough night of raping that woman. Look at how cool this house is. I got a staircase out there. <laughs> yeah. It's cool. It's like a fun house. Dad, I want to go to the fun house. Yeah. I need you to wait in the car for two hours. I'll be <laughs> Let me take a look. Now, whose Ooh. car is this? I guess it's Radong Chong knows whose car it is because knows where the keys were. Right. Did she just fire her weapon? Yeah. She must have a whip and a gun combo. <laughs> like As Indiana Jones. Yeah, that's right. He had a whip and then he had a gun. And that made for that funny scene. Yeah. In which a man died. It's tragic. No, it's tragic. Is that celebrated? He, he insults the guy's culture by just cold shooting him like uh, <laughs> he's a pulp character coming in, wrecking up the joint. Pew pew. Okay, so now everything's going to be fine, right? They have a car. They can go to Rio. Everything's cool now. Well, they can finally get a telephonio and talk to him. Oh, there's the number. Should I call it? 213-586. Wait a second. There's extra digits there. No, no, no. Because it's, it's, it's 581 beforehand. Here, I'm going to try. Hello. Hello, operator. Yes. 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 This is a person-to-person -person call. <laughs> yes. Reverso El Chardos. Oh, there it is. Two one three five eight six six nine one eight six nine one eight. Yeah, and that's that's two one three is. Please leave your message for two one three five. Let's leave eight, a message. Six six nine one. No, leave it on. Leave it on. No, I can check it out. I check it out. Why? Because oh. it has my phone number on it. I don't know. I check it out. You know what? 
you know what movie number I always call is uh, Southland Tales. There's like an hour oh. into the movie, they have a phone number, and I call and I get an answering machine, and I go, I just watched this movie. I just watched Southland Tales again, and I make it a ritual. Let's I let them know. Hello. Hello. This is the real world. It's bloody England. It's me, Mick Jagger. Uh, Mick Jagger's dead. They found a passport on a different person. Is this Keith Richards? It's an American accent, right? Oh, him? Oh, is this fucking Keith Richards pretending right. to be Mick Jagger? Right. Fuck this shit. So now Mick discovers that that the outside world thinks he's been he is dead. He died in Rio in the drink. That's right. Drink being the water of Rio. Now, this is one of the reasons why this movie, I don't know, this isn't good because it's just not believable that he'd be like, look, buddy. I mean, if a guy calls up and goes, hello, I'm Mick Jagger, you go, very funny, pal. You know, I just don't believe it. <laughs> oh, lucky day. Looks like they're running into luck. Ah. Oh, well, put it in the slot machine. It's not going to help because they're running out of luck, Carl. No, no. If she puts in that slot machine, she's no, Carl's running out of mind. luck. There, maybe Ray Dong is Chong is the luck. Oh, right. He's running into luck. Ray Dong now, Chong. The thing is, suddenly they're funded, right? So mm -hmm. I'm kind of not sure what the problem is. You know, they're not out of the woods. Mick's not going home yet. Nice. Well, yeah, right. It's not enough to get a plane ride home. I guess no, they changed the clothing. They stole that guy's car. They stole his car. Now they can get gas at four dollars right. twenty cents and a shoes. gallon. Four twenty a gallon? Do you not have a car? You still don't have a car, right? Well, how much you paid in the guy? I'm aware that the gas prices have gone up in this day <laughs> of age. Yes. You know, it didn't happen overnight, Carl. Hey, that was the clear close encounters mountain. It was in Brazil? <laughs> no. What what state was that in? It was really remote. Oh, right. That was like uh, Wisconsin. Devil's Tower in yeah. Wyoming or some crap. I, I do see the resemblance there to Dreyfus mashed potatoes, so I can see why you thought. Welcome back. Would that be a good film? Me. Well, which one? Close Encounters? Yeah, no. Just like nowadays, like a new one in which like... You don't have the encounter. You just like, I want to go to that Devil's Tower. It was in that movie. Right. They all had it all the time. And they're like, oh my God, it's the late Francis Truffaut. What are you doing here? Oh, I have an acting role. I play the interpreter. Whoa. I really liked him in that. Uh... He was, you know, that's a terrific movie. It's such a, people don't realize that came out the same year as Star Wars. And some people during that age preferred Close Encounters, which had human <laughs> beings reacting to science fiction stuff right it was like what would the it distinctly showed what would happen like if the, these guys are getting obsessed by it it's weird right. kids are weirded out by it it was a pretty cool movie yeah it really was it much really was. better than star wars don't <laughs> I, I, don't tell lucas <laughs> i don't want to hurt his feelings but spielberg was much better so now uh they, mick has taken their winnings and gone into a casino right. and you know, I don't know how he got a white tux, but she's underdressed, so she's not permitted in. 
Okay, but so she has now snuck in and we get another music video. This so time it's Lucky in Love. Oh, I like this. Lucky in Love. Clap, clap. Clap. Yes, I got the winning touch. Well, that's what the world needed in 1985. Oh, it's my friend Mick, uh, David Bowie. Now we're dancing in the streets. Now we're dating. All over Chicago. Dancing in the Mick Jagger in the street. You know, you've seen the the family guy where they show the entire video? <laughs> no. It's just Peter Griffin starts off with saying, you know what? Here's the entire video of the dancing in the street. Enjoy. <laughs> because it's so bad. Every scene is terrible in that video. That's Nile Rogers. Listen, he wasn't good without the Rolling Stones. All his quality material is in the Rolling Stones. But he made enough material that he said, you know what? I am tired of waiting for you guys. We did two solo records and they were a mistake. They were they weren't well thought out. These aren't good songs. And you were like, oh, these musicians. Yeah, they were wasted. I mean, come on, here's a guy, Jeff Beck, going, yes, I got the winning touch. (laughs) It's Jeff Beck, but uh, you know. Yeah, right. Uh, Hi, I'm Pete Townsend. I'm here to do a guest set. Great. The song is called. uh, (laughs) Uh, uh, You're going to play. She's the boss. She's the boss. (laughs) This Uh. isn't the bleeding song, is it? Hey, here's G.E. Smith. What do you want me to do? Can you get that meth that you're always on? I see you grinding your teeth. I want some. Okay, hi. I'm G.E. Smith. Okay. Give <laughs> okay. me just another night. Um, just another night. That was a big song, wasn't it? Actually, that was a- maybe that song is okay. There was a lawsuit about that song, a copyright infringement lawsuit, and the guy just lost. He straight up lost. It wasn't- Oh, lost a mick? Yeah, Mick, and and so to research this, I listened to it on YouTube, and it's not it's not the same song at all. I mean, <clears throat> one's in a major key, another's in a minor key. Here it is, nineteen eighty eight. Six jury, six member jury ruled in his favor. Uh, let's see, to prove infringement, Mister Alley. The song is called. Patrick Alley made a Jamaican reggae singer from New York made a song called Just Another Night. Right. Um, and Jagger had to prove that they had to prove that Jagger had access to the song and that the two songs were similar. Okay. To get access to the thing, they just said, well, it was on the radio and he was in New York, you know, so therefore he must have heard it. But the song's just, you know, there's all these. There were some experts here from Juilliard, and and he testified the melodies only had their closing note the same. One's a minor key, one's a major key. It just didn't fly, so he got laughed out of court. He was so it's worth trying. It's worth trying. If you had a song called "Lucky in Love" or whatever, and right. so fucking Mick Jagger has a song called "Lucky in Love," you would you would probably want to revisit it. Yeah, let's he, see here. Look at this. God, God bless you too. Come on, Mike. Yes. Lucky. Uh, 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 uh. 
Hi, yeah, I'm Herbie Hancock. Great, great. Can you play uh, 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 after winning touch? Got winning touch. Uh, 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 uh. Thank I'm you. Thank you so much, Herbie. Lucky love. love. Yo, fuck you. Oh, now he's escaping, but. Let him rock and roll. The croupier has got guns. What kind of fucking place is this? This he he flees the money and then she goes and grabs the money. Right. And then they all have guns. So now Mick will be arrested because it couldn't be over, could it? He was all the way in the clear with right. money, a girlfriend, a car. He could get home. He's oh, a now he's in prison. Now we're in another prison. I wouldn't say another one. This is this is the court system. This is jail. This is the uh, government. It looks kind of cool. Wow. <laughs> of course, it's the setting for another rock Music video. Oh, right. He is Mick going to be singing there, walking down the aisles of this thing. Yeah, of course. He's going to do a song called Secrets with all the inmates. Like, does he basically? He does the entire album in this movie, then, right? I mean, there must uh, be a couple no. of tracks they don't music <clears throat> music video fi. Maybe you're right. He does nine songs in this. Jesus. So maybe the album has twelve songs, something like that. Right? God. Wait, it's an album, right? LP back in the in the day, so yeah, it can't be more than three and a third, right? So twenty four minutes of pop on each side. That's uh, uh, forty eight minutes. Very nice. So nine songs. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to think of anything but Mick Jagger. He has the best roommates, man. They don't give a shit about him. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's not you know in jail. That's your the greatest gift you could have yeah hey, yeah you're trying to play up? cards new guy hey fresh meat hey new fish trying to play cards you mind yeah. get on your bunk and we won't so you don't disturb us yeah why don't you take the top bunk it's okay there's only six of us <laughs> i already have my painting up there but my picture up there but you could have it mick yeah that's right yeah i'm gonna put you don't worry man i'm gonna put your painting on the wall all blurry to me oh yeah, the thing guy. is what significance does that painting have it's just a little touch a little bit <clears throat> uh it shows uh the betrayal of mick jack uh, who, who else is in the band right there's charlie there was the late late charlie late brian keith mick i'm missing somebody right well there's uh the bass player who's um Ron Bill Perlman. Wyman, Bill Wyman. Bill Wyman, right. Of Wyman Resorts in Las Vegas. <laughs> right. Yeah. And there was Ron Wood. Ron, Ron Wood, Ron yeah. Wood. I see him and now. I can picture him now. There was a guy for two seconds named Mick Jones for like one record. In the was 70s. that the Clash guy? No, no. Um, nope, wasn't the Clash guy. And there was a guy... And you already mentioned uh, the one who died. Yeah. Brian. Brian Jones. Brian Wilson. Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys. Yeah, that was a tragedy. Brian Jones of David Bowie fame. Do you know the band from the 90s, the Brian Jonestown Massacre? No. There's a documentary called Dig with a cap with an exclamation point. I would check it out. It's okay, Should I see it? Yeah, of course. I recommend. No, I recommend that movie. What's it called? Dig. D-I-G with an exclamation point. It's a really funny battle of a bands. These two bands hate each what other. What can I look 90s. it up? What was the name of the band? A Brian's Jonestown Massacre. 
Okay, Brian Jonestown Massacre. Okay, and then uh, uh, Dandy Warhols were the other band. What? Yeah, Dandy Warhols. Is this gonna waste my time? No, it's a great documentary. If I got my shit together and I remember it correctly, it's good times of all. We're watching a fucking Mick Jagger play guitar. Where the fuck you get this guitar? This is what I'm saying. Like, it's a music video, but it's just unbelievable to the plot. Well, no, he in the Rolling Stones like picked up the guitar and would strum it and stuff, and he would do it on stage just to like not show off, but just to not be a one-trick pony or something. Yeah, so he um, can't play the never guitar. Never really a guitarist. Yes, he can play it in a literal sense. Okay, so what this song is, it's called Secrets, and what we're seeing is he, Jerry Hall's life now that Mick is dead. And that's him essentially, her like going out with rich guy, just cheating on, it's not cheating because he's dead, but. Right. But she forgot him already. So it'll be an angry song about that because she now check this out today she is married to rupert murdoch really in 2015 paul was reported to be dating media business magnet rupert murdoch the couple were seen together at the rugby world cup final on november 1 2015 scandalous paul and murdoch announced an engagement with the listing in monarchs the times newspaper january 11 2016 the couple married march 4 2016 the church of england on saint bride's Fleet street they were seen together on the final fox episode of american idol april 7 with matching rings Matching bands? Were they showing their bands? So they are married. Can you believe that shit? That's really weird. I never. What an odd couple. She started out as a model, and uh, she became an actress. She was dating um, another rock guy and left him for Mick. Where? What is it? Where is it? It was scandalous. She was in Urban Cowboy. She was in Tim Burton's Batman in '89. That's right. I remember that. I think she gets, she was like the, she was the Joker's girlfriend, right? And he, Joker defaces him, her. He like sprays something on her face and it melts her face or something. Oh, that's terrible. I didn't know that was her. I guess she wasn't on my radar when I saw that film. Right. That's not, it's weird. So she made her professional stage day blue playing Cherie in a revival of Bus Stop. Uh, at the Theater Fest Summerstock hosted at Mon- Monkey State University. She, Montclair State. It's called Montclair Jersey. State. Yeah, we're from Montclair. Carl went, Carl's a graduate of MSC, MSU oh, right yeah. now. I remember our theme song. It was a great, oh yeah. The monkey wrapped his tail around right, the flagpole just... to show his asshole to the crowd. That's, <laughs> not, games. that's <laughs> not the, the football theme to your alma mater. Sorry. <laughs> show his asshole <laughs> to the crowd. <laughs> it was so obnoxious. We were really into it. We were um our mascot was the monkey it was great where's you the flagpole for your senior year chimpanzee um no but um yeah i really fondly remember my alma mater and i think it's neat that jerry hall was there there's other stuff she won a guinness book of world records uh 
in 2004. Making the most musical appearances in a single night, she performed in six shows before over 9,000 theater goers in London's West End. Wow. Yeah. Wait, none of her co- companions, none of her co-stars got the same credit? She yeah. went from show to show or something. Huh. I don't yeah. know. She's like one of those comics. I gotta get five sets in a night or I'm not a real comic. <laughs> she Which was a model. Great. That's how she started. She was huge. She had a twin sister named Terry. Jerry Hall and her twin sister Terry were in the French Riviera, of course, sunbathing on a San Tropez beach when fashion agent Claude Haddad discovered them. She's being abducted. Yeah, it's it's a dumb play, right, and he's gonna brandish a gun on her. Yeah, it's terrible. It's a oh, this film's horrible. <clears throat> what kind of it, fantasy was like? Okay, so you're gonna go back. You're not gonna be in the same country, and then someone's gonna. They're point trying a gun to be you. a murder. They're trying to be a movie. Is what they're trying to do. They're trying right. to be a movie, and what movie doesn't have a gun? She moved to Paris, where she shared an apartment with singer Grace Jones and Jessica Lang. Wow, three tall women. Wait, is Jessica Lang tall? As yeah. tall as Grace Jones and Sherry Hall? Uh, not as tall. I don't know the answer. Not as tall as Grace Jones, by my yeah. impression. Who do you think is taller, Grace Jones or Jerry Hall? I would say Grace Jones. I'm not Grace sure. Jones. I'm not sure. What do I know? Now, I was in Germany the, at the Berlin Wall, which was crumbled, yeah. when Roger Waters did his performance of The Wall. Wow. And Jerry Hall was in that, too. Was she the professor? Was she I his said, mother? don't I know you from Montclair St- from Monkey State? Yeah. She goes, she says, yes. I'm peasant. What are alumni gone? I was in the theater first go. Shoot. I don't have time for your monkeys, asshole. <laughs> Terrible, Carl. I don't want to hear he it. He just wants to show it to you. Okay, listen. Why are you offended by Montclair State being put down? It's a, it's a, my, my son is going to get his master's degree there, from there <laughs> this, next year. He will start, he will, in two years. I, it's a, my father was a professor there, as you know. I, I do remember one. that. Yeah, I know. All right, I'm never mind. I'm the one who should be offended. Hey, and I feel like I went because I went to the arcade in the 80s. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Then we would, we would walk around the uh, campus. You were just and... a, you were really young. You were just a rhesus monkey back then. <laughs> just, okay, why? What's wrong? What's wrong with saying it? I'm, I'm going to just not say all right. So, but she she was able to get out of the car and avert the rape, and then kill this guy underwater. Yeah, they're just doing a movie. Bang bang, pow. Uh, that looks uh, cool. It's underwater. It's icy. Yeah, this is great imagery. Hi, I'm from the record company, uh, CBS Sony. I'm, I'm calling for Julian Topol and uh, Mick Jagger. <laughs> we gave you a bunch of money. Uh, I'm just curious what you did with it. <laughs> oh, we we burned it in the field. Sure oh, okay, did. good. Oh, what a relief. I thought you made a movie. Now, she was also with Mick Jagger in Free Jack. Really? Oh, that's right. He was good in that. He was the villain, right? Yeah, he was the I, villain. I, I never seen that movie. I didn't realize she was in it. 
Oh, you never saw Free Jackets? It's, worth it's on my list. Yeah, it's on my list. I like, if you had a DVD queue, I'd say do it. But yeah. it's not... The, okay, wait. We're seeing boobs. I saw boobs. Okay. See her areola. Now, it, we think that she put on perfume, right? Right. But we're going to find out soon that it really was a magic elixir that makes men pass out. We only see one bare boob, so I could see why you got 37 as <laughs> the number of boobs is on this movie. That's right. Because exactly. we just saw the... Uh, oh, oh my, I forgot hi. I was going to do that joke when that scene came. Oh, I well, set myself I, up. The booby reminded me of, of the callback. Hi, I'm here to go to prison. I'm scantily clad. Come on in. Yeah, yeah it doesn't you make to... any sense. She enters the whole thing with the inmates. How can it be? Well, it's a prison yard, so you got to walk a little faster. <laughs> Do fries come with that shake, baby? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yeah. You can pocket right here. Everyone's like, construction worker. Wow. You know, you could have just gone through the back entrance. You didn't have to walk all the way around. That's right. Hmm. She's rounded the corner and still we can see her. We can't see anything now. Are you the flying nun? Are you the warden that I'm going to knock out? Yeah, that'll be me. Can I help you? What a ridiculous. Here's your money for to release Mick Jagger. No, no, no. That's not enough. Oh, so she already knew this guy was going to. Yeah. Yeah. Now she hoodwinks him. Oh, I see. 37. Here, smell my arm. Smell my, to... my booby. Oh, 38. 38. Ew. It's the second time someone kissed her boobies in this movie. He's sucking on them. Or Radon oh, Chong. What the goodness, fuck? Goodness, goodness. All right, stop sucking my tit for, for a music video. Right? This is a Mick Jagger music video? It's no, like I don't a... think so. I don't think there's music playing right now. Uh, it's the groove between the tracks. They're playing music but it's not its video we're playing brazil type music lounge music the boss. she's the boss she's the boss she's the boss she wears the pants i'm not she's a pants well she's the boss <laughs> she wears the pants <laughs> Oh, Nick Jagger, man. It's it's just lame. <laughs> See, this guy was the blues and Rolling Stones, and this guy was serious rock and roll, and this is just lazy on his part. If you're going to do a solo album, like, you know, like, it's now it's, I don't know, it was done to just like, I don't need these guys. I can break out for me own. Oh, throw me some songs together. The, what's the deal with the Rolling Stones and Rolling Stone magazine, right? Nothing. Didn't they ever just say, like, no. can, can you come up with another name? <laughs> they, 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 I'm going to call my magazine Beetle. It's never come up. It's never come up. No, Check but out. there's all, look, there's, there's the song, um, I'm like a, a Rolling Stone gathers no moss. So there was lots of blues songs. That's why the Rolling Stones named themselves that. Lots of blues songs had that. Well, it's a great music magazine. It's called The Door. <laughs> the Door. It's called The Beatless. 
<laughs> All right, I'll go with the Rolling Stone. Jefferson Star. <laughs> oh, I love it. Sun Ra and one orchestra member. Okay, they got all the way to, I mean, she's to the airport. He has been sprung from jail. She's done it again. She's sprung yeah. from the banana plant team. Is uh, she coming with him or she can't leave Brazil? No. I can't It never leave. gets discussed. It never gets discussed. Come with me. No. Is she going back to the bordello after this? I guess, yes, I guess. I don't know. She's got a car. She's driven away from those people. She clearly doesn't work there anymore, right? right? Yeah. She's gonna I show up and get her old job back. I don't know. I think Rolling Stone magazine gave four, five, 15 stars to, for Mick Jagger solo albums. It's a great another solo album. That's no. terrible. Um, they, two solo albums only, I think. So this is what I was talking about. So is this guy supposed to be Mick Jagger and that Dennis Hopper is propping him around to the press? It's just like Dennis Hopper's on to the next one. They're coming to oh. Rio to make a video. Hey, watch where you're going, pal. Hey. And there's He's a looking. few seconds of, hey, is that me? Well, That's that the dead Mick Jagger? Yeah. Yes, he's looking at him. <clears throat> oh, I thought that this guy was Mick, supposed to be Mick Jagger to the to the audience. Like he came back to life, and they're pretending because he like he can control him, Hopper. Like, <laughs> wait, so he would be funny if he went into a time loop, and he was just loop arriving loop. in Rio. I think that would be the, that would be I would be like Bravo. I, can you get the theater manager in here? Bravo, <laughs> sir. Yeah. Thank you. So now <clears throat> he's saying, I can't take, um, why don't you stay here with me is what she was saying. And he's mm. like, I can't lovey. I've got to go back. And that's all we get. Now there says, okay, we'll spend the night with me. So now we're going to have another music video and this will be the big hit. Just another night. Oh yeah. This is the only noticeable. He saves it till the end. God bless. Oh, that was great. Oh, Mick, you should go up and sing. Well, no, these guys, uh, they, they have an uh, act already. No, no, it's hilarious when the audience gets on stage. <laughs> yeah, because it's not like, come on, you're Mick Jagger, get up there. No, yeah, go ahead and sing. But here's, here's like a nice music video thing. Okay, I'll look around. Should I do it? All right, so he's wearing like a black blazer or whatever the fuck he's wearing. Yeah. But he's going to like agree, turn around. She can't believe it. Cut to, what the fuck's he wearing? <laughs> yeah, because the thing is, they just got out of prison. Right. He's like, can I have your jacket? So he was wearing that frilly little top. Um, in late 77, Jagger began dating Hall. Unofficial private marriage ceremony in Bali, Indonesia, 1990. They had four children. Elizabeth Lizzie Scarlett Jagger. Wow. James Leroy Austin Jagger. Georgia May Jagger. Gabrielle Jagger. And there's all these, it's a lot of years here. 84, 85, 92, 97, they had their fourth. Um, <clears throat> during the relationship with Hall, Jagger had a 91 through 94 affair with singer model Carla Bruni, who later became the first lady of France when she married Sarkozy. He's like, good luck, Chuck, for like, if you want to date Rupert Murdoch or the King of France, <laughs> you have to sleep with Mick Jagger first. 
Jagger's relationship with Hall ended after she discovered he had an affair with Brazilian model Lucina, who gave birth to Jagger's seventh child, Lucas Maurice Morad Jagger, on May 1899. Wow. Unofficial marriage was declared invalid and lawful, null and void in the High Court of England and Wales in London, 1999. Does she get money off of that? That annulment? I wouldn't know, but she has money or I don't know if she would continue to go on to do fine. There's child support. There's Murdoch. And she did a lot of her own stuff. She really did. This is like my favorite part of this movie because it's fucking Mick Jagger singing in a bar. (laughs) Yeah, You know, that's pretty cool. I'll be lucky to see him in a bar. Just another kiss just before the dawn breakthrough. Dancing in the street. Philadelphia, PA. <laughs> All over. Uh, dancing in the They're showing clips of the movie like what a crazy trip it was. Remember? Yeah. yeah. Remember when we saw this scene a minute ago? I would watch this video uh, like I remember like CBS Sony had like videos of like full length. I think there was it must have been other ones. They must have been video collections or something. Uh-huh. It's such a vanity product. Well, we yeah, just... I mean, he's just trying to get a solo record out and sell it and, and have our right. own career. And I don't need you Rolling Stones. And he fell flat on his face. Uh, it was released to home video on VHS and Laserdisc, never released to DVD. <clears throat> it was all in, it was filmed in 85, done in 85, released in 85. They just knocked it out. Right. Brazil, re, mainly Rio. He was in England for the locations. And it was to go along with She's the Boss. He's not a good performer. He's now in the audience dancing while singing. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I can't see him. Where is he? Is it? Oh, yeah. oh, he's off stage. He's he's. You see him in the back. Well, he's going to leave her, right? So he's who cares? Going to leave her? Yeah, he's going to yeah. leave her. <clears throat> also, Mick Jagger, like, you know, we we know him as this perpetual like golden boy, like never aging or ages gracefully or what have you. So, but in eighty, like, I don't know. He I looks he pretty was, ugly. Yeah, he looks pretty ugly. Because he was, what, 20s in the, in the 60s? And then oh, yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah, so he was in his 40s right now. Uh, 60s, 75. Yeah, but like a young 40s, but yes. Yeah. <clears throat> so he also was in that movie, uh, Ned Kelly. And that was right. like an Australian bush ranger. But Dennis Hopper was also played an Australian bush ranger in Mad Dog Morgan in 1976. Six years Ooh. later. But I don't know. Is that interesting? I guess it's sometimes. Oh, that's my favorite musical. Evita. Do you see that on the bus? Evita? No, it's Evita. 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 
What did you say? Well, because it was uh, broken up. It was broken. It was Evitia. Okay. Evitia. Evitia. <laughs> Don't cry for me, Argentina. Argentina. You were supposed to be immortal, Evitia. What did you say? I messed it up. Okay. So now, okay, here's our Harry Potter dude. Okay. Um, oh, that guy talking, putting the money in the guy's pocket. That's Harry Potter, dude. Jim Broadbeat. Broad. He does ben. look. Jim Broadbent. Oh, he's younger. Yeah. But he's he's saying, "Hey, I heard you got like uh, Paul McCartney in the back of your right. room performing." Yeah, he was in Time Bandits in '81, Brazil in '85. He's all over the place, man. Superman Four, Crying Game, Bullets Over Broadway, Bridget Jones, Jones Diary. He's everywhere. Bridget Jones' diary is great. Hot Fuzz, the Chronicles of Narnia. He's everywhere. But it's too bad, like, he didn't go to Brazil. Like, yeah, we watched in this movie, it's going to be shot in Brazil, and then at the end, you go to a pub in London. Yeah, that's right. You get the pub scene, and you're (laughs) in your own neighborhood. Yeah. So he... He he bribes the guy to let him upstairs to discover Mick Jagger. And he shows up like with a bunch of money and a contract to get him, you know. Oh, good for him. Yeah, but Mick will reject him and kick him out. Check out his house band, not the Rolling Stones. I think he's singing. Gosh, I'm not sure what he's singing at this point. I didn't want your free money. <laughs> Oh yeah. Uh lonely at the top he's singing. And then he's taking the money. All right, it's so lonesome. So lonesome at the top. Being a rich millionaire, being a superstar. Walking through this song and Oh no, who's that? Oh, the Beatles are playing the rooftop. Knock it off, Beatles have tried to perform. Those Beatles are always got every rooftop they're me. playing. Okay, here's the songs we heard: blurry, 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 blurry. There's half a loaf. Lonely, lonely, lonely at the top. Making pooping, hard woman pooping half a loaf. Pooping, <laughs> pooping half a loaf. Pooping. Oh. Lucky in love. Bad Oh, uh, girl, I got it all. Richie as himself. I don't remember who Richie is. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're looking at the blurry credits to Running Out of Luck. Carl, what'd you think of this movie? I didn't enjoy it. I enjoyed that one scene in which he was trying to convince him he was Mick Jagger. That was very well done, that scene, and funny. Uh, but no, this was just, I don't appreciate his solo effort because it was thoughtless. He didn't have any talent in it. I mean, the, as the Rolling Stones, there was really some quality there. This was just like, let's walk through it, you know? But I would say the songs are professionally done. It's like, you know, it's polished. It's it has Yes, a... you're going to spend all that money and do such a great yeah. job. Really give yeah. us a product. Spend so much money, so much money. It's just you just see it on the screen, and you're like, you're just waste, literally, purposely wasting it. Now, here's a question I I want to ask you: Have you ever seen a music video from the album "She's the Boss"? 
maybe yes. a scene from this movie it or is. maybe it's, it's just it is. another night just another night is and, is, and he's dancing there in the, in the nightclub night yeah. yeah and they took it from this movie i think so we can go to youtube and check i might have to do that afterwards or i may afterwards. never have to listen to a single mick jagger solo album ever again uh, yeah, I like this movie. I mean, this is why I, YouTube exists for me, is that yeah. here's one of my favorite directors made a really obscure vanity product from a rock star, and it's available to watch. It's it's a little uh, off-putting. I would definitely say content warnings for, for people who may not want to watch Mick Jagger laughing at a rape. <laughs> I, all y'all woke dudes well whatever you know what it's like you go into it's a small world or pirates of the caribbean and you got the same thing happening they're not gonna change that all right let's see special thanks to mountain dew a penis pump the hell (laughs) well that's it we are done with running out of luck i hope you enjoyed that movie or uh it's available on spotify maybe you can go listen to the album it's still going. So strange the world of like home videos you buy for home and it's like yeah. a full length. What didn't they call it like a full length video album or something like that? Yeah, uh, um, yeah. I remember that. And there was yeah, it would be like six know. music They're videos. They're just trying to sell. They're just trying to sell. They're just trying to sell. Well, all right, that's it. That's our movie. We'll be back next week, uh, Sunday at two p.m. here on Mutiny Radio. With what? With what? Oh, I'm really, this is a really exciting show, Carl. You know the ending to this. You see who's going to be on. It's none other than our friend Anthony Quinn. Not our <laughs> friend. I'm I'm really thrilled to be uh, on my own show with him next week. With Anthony, Anthony Quinn from New Jersey. Now, the great I'll, try to, I'll, I'll talk with him. I'll keep him to tamper down. No, you know? no, no. This is full force. We are, uh, Carl has a, uh, knows a great comedian, uh, uh, Anthony Quinn, and he's definitely he has his own podcast, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's he's bursting at the seams. Quinspiracy, and, Quinspiracy, and Food Addicts, two podcasts he made. Wow, he does two. We just do our this one, and he's going to be on our show next week as a special guest. Carl, what movie are we going to be watching next week with with Anthony Quinn? I guess we'll watch Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Christmas, 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 Christmas. <laughs> Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. Michael to wish you. Oh, yes, Carl. The war at Christmas never ends. Merry Christmas. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be watching Miracle on 34th Street with the great Anthony Quinn. So please come back to mutinyradio.fm and Sunday 2 p.m. Listen to us. Please subscribe. And if you want to, listen to next week and it'll be Miracle on 34th Street. And as always, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Before the man pulls it down and blocks us. Yeah. Carl, thank you so much. What a great night this was. What a great time of show. Appreciate everything you do and all the research. Uh, And audience, I appreciate you too. You know, we don't know the numbers anymore, but we're sure you're out there. So let us know at L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T on Twitter. Uh, Be our 37th follower. All right, that's it. See you guys next week. This song, I, I'm Mike's friend. My turn-ons are satin sheets. Let's 
I love to be outdoors. Follow me on Twitter. Jokes to call. The French duh, not the duh duh. Let's watch a I'm glad you're here that we can enjoy the beauty together, right? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've been hearing his name all over the land. Uh, this week on Bug House Square, I've got um, what is a vigilante man? I'm looking around here. I got a. Tell me what. I got a bunch of good records. Got some new contributors. Uh, got a good feeling. I think I think we're gonna be okay. In his hand is that. A vigilante man Rainy night down in the engine house Sleeping just as a mouse Man come along and chased us out in the rain Was that a vigilante man Stormy days we'd pass the time away Sleeping in some good warm place Man come along and we give him a little race Was that a vigilante man? Preacher Casey was just a working man And he said, unite all you working men Killed him in the river some strange man was that a vigilante man Vigilante man, why does a vigilante man carry that sawed off shotgun in his hand? Would he shoot his brother and sister down? I rambled around from town to town. I rambled around from town to town. And they herded us around like a wild herd of cattle Was that the vigilante men? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've heard his name all over the land Passenger 
fish. I was a catfish. Swimming in a whole deep blue sea. I would have all you good looking women fishing. Fishing after me. Showing up after me. Showing up after me. Just not little. Showing up, just not little. Showing up, just not little. 